This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for rejoining us, folks. Rummy is at the studio in Toronto on main campus. I'm at the home studio, London, Ontario. Kelly McDonald here as we settle in for the second hour of the Friday edition of the program. Uh, gateway to the weekend, halfway open, folks. We'll get you there. Are you calm now? Not really, no. I mean, I would think we really need to. It's good it's a Friday, but. Tutorials on TV, uh, on uh, YouTube or wherever, you know, like. The, that's just, that's I just don't think that we should have is. Northwest as our North Star for this conversation around makeup. Like, mm, not about this. Yeah, I got really interested in when they said skin because it's true. I mean, you got that softer skin and stuff like that. Unfortunately, I can't see any other reason. If you have the means and you're yep. okay with your child doing that, okay, that's that's, that's fine. You know, that's have concerning. fun with it. Hmm. Well, you know what some would say, Rum. Could be tattoos or piercings. I, I, we'll leave that alone, I don't, right, Rob? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> At 10 and 11, it should be none of the above. Oof, boy, that's another topic. Yep. I feel Beth starting to get into a Zoom room right now. Yeah, she's going to go and find something to support it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk sports. Brock Richardson here with a sports report. And talk about his makeup. I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and analysis. Like myself, Richardson, I'm going to imagine that generally the only makeup you really relate to is Halloween or theater. That's really, for me, the most of it. Now, you want to talk aftershave colognes, and I know you've talked that <laughs> recently, some spending money on nice colognes and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, that was my thing as a Excuse kid. Excuse me. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's uh, I mean... To go on the makeup topic, my dad used to be, like, the worst with my sisters. Like, you're not going out of the house like that. I can relate to I can relate to Beth and her dad saying that, uh, you know, it's like my dad used to be ruthless, too. So I totally get it. But, no, I wasn't allowed cologne until I, like, almost graduated high school. I think <laughs> oh my. he let me put on. Yeah. I think he let me put on cologne when I was going to graduation but it was like no other than that same have a shower that was that was the (laughs) that was your cologne this nice soap here and don't use too much of it it's expensive um i was allowed at a pretty young age i mean i my dad and i used to fake it when i was five till about 10 12 years old and then then out came the um stuff my mom would order from oh my goodness uh, avon wild country Get the Avon stuff, and I'd, mom, mom. So they were okay, and that took enough time for my dad to teach me how much to put on, not to marinate in it. Uh, sir, <laughs> what is your leadoff item? Let's marinate in sports for a little while. Yeah, uh, the a, New York... Can you not say the word marinate anymore? Okay, go on. <laughs> the, the, the New Mind-boggling Islanders. why that would bother you. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Yeah. We, we don't say that word anymore, right, Rob? Shush. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> the New York Islanders uh, recently hired a new coach, uh, Patrick Waugh, who um, played in the league for a long time. And he played mostly with the Montreal Canadiens, as some would remember. Well, he came back to the Montreal Bell Center, and the crowd gave him a really big standing ovation for a long extended period. The Canadians spoiled Mr. Waugh's party and 
beat his team four to three, which is relevant. But it made me think, guys, that Montreal really has this way of honoring its people, past, present, and even a little bit of the future. And I just love that. I think when they do pregame ceremonies, they do it well, and I personally love it. Kelly, do you have any comments on what you've seen and, you know, organizations and what they do? No, you know, really, Brock, I, I, I don't really, because, again, it's that settling into what you see in that and what, what, what when you look at people being able to do what they do, um, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I I just love the way they do they do the uh, they do ceremonies like in the beginning of the year they have this whole you know passing of the torch ceremony which is an actual torch and they light it up like for real and then they bring it as close to the ice without touching it and it lights right, up on the ice and it, it's a whole big ordeal it's very cool how Montreal does things and I really really appreciate the way they well, do they've it. had so, because they've had the dynasty I think that's the whole thing they've had the dynasty yeah. of doing these things special and a lot of time you stop and say wow and I think it's just that it's gone so far back to doing stuff like that and I think the, the main word is dynasty yeah absolutely uh my second item for you guys is uh a cool one that I wanted to bring to you guys Canada's representative as an official at the 2024 Paralympic Games in Paris, France for Bocce will be Gary Vanderbee. So nice. very excited to announce that. And he's a really, really good guy. So Yeah, Gary's a special person for you personally. So tell us why. So uh, first of all, he's very, very meticulous. He's a very assertive and sure of his uh, place and decisions on the court. His dedication to the sport with his son. Uh, he had, his son had been in the in the sport for a long time, but his dedication since then, since uh, Josh has left, has been second to none. And I think this is even cooler, guys, because Josh is uh, co-chef de Michon for this event. And so father and son can kind of share in that. And he's not necessarily supporting Josh as an athlete, but he's supporting Josh in a leadership role. And Josh is supporting Gary. So really, really nice decision uh, by the people at uh, in Bocce in the international world because you can only pick so many people from each nation. So mm, very, okay. very well deserved if you are if you are uh, Gary and company. Nice. Again, do, doing it right and that, that recognition, that, that kind of this is how it should be done. Boy, what an honor. Sir, let's talk about college football. A former Michigan coach that we know well. The name has been out there forever, even before he was over there. He's now in the NFL. Uh, we're talking, of course, uh, Jim Harbaugh, who has moved on. And I'm kind of curious, now with him in the NFL, give us some details and why is he a good fit for this? Uh, he's he's coming he's coming back again into the NFL. Uh, he won a title with uh, Michigan recently, and as I mentioned, he's coming back into the NFL. He formerly coached the uh, San Francisco 49ers, and now he's going to be coaching the Los Angeles uh, Chargers. This is exactly the kind of guy you want as a coach. First of all, he's a player's coach. He he loves the game of football. He you know, really breathes it. And when you're a player's coach, that player's excited. And his determination to to be relieved from your duties from one team, go back to the college game, do it again, run it back with an undefeated team, 
and then come back like that's incredible it's very easy mm. for you to say i oh, know i i'm done i'm i'm over it you know but to go back to do it again that's incredible and so i really really hope to see him on the sidelines and not just as like a one run sort of deal one team i want to see him here for a long time because i think he deserves uh the opportunity to get a super bowl because he's just a genuine genuine nice man mm. so yeah well as a michigan like fan I liked him over here. I know there was some stuff that's gone on in the recent months over there. Um, you know, different things they were questioning and stuff like that. Not by the team, but just all, but also, well, not 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 on the team performance, of course. Just other things, but really, really congratulations to see him work. And like you say, that that's a person that belongs in the NFL. So really cool. It's interesting hearing you guys talk about people uh, in this way, their careers and you having followed them or loving them as as humans and seeing them go through their trajectories because uh, you're kind of like rooting for not just players, not just the game, but uh, coaches and people behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think for sure. it's, easy, it's easy to forget about coaches, right? It's yeah. easy to say, you know, you as the athletes are the people that do the, the job the talent. and mm-hmm. that, that's it, right? So, we, you know, I think that's that's unfair and i think we have to yeah. give coaches their just as well and well coaches go we through certainly their... give them their just when there's things aren't going well they're exactly. the first one let's make exactly. a change okay yeah but it, it is difficult and not everyone's trajectory is as smooth so um that's no. really interesting you want to talk nfl playoffs because we're now down to the nfc and afc championship games yeah so let's start in the uh, nfc where we've got uh the D- detroit lions uh taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I love the Detroit Lions story. Listen, I love the fact that their coach, Dan Campbell, was a player for the organization. He loves and loves the organization and just he's prepared every time he goes to the field and you can see it on his team. However, this is where I think this sort of Cinderella story ends here in this case. I think it ends because Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers are just rock solid. They on every side of the football, they are they're good. They're good in the passing game, they're good in the running game, they're good everywhere. And so when you've got a guy like Christian McCaffrey on your side and he's your wide receiver, you're you're off to a good start. So to me, I think that this is this is gonna be a real, real good matchup. And I think, you know, San Francisco is probably your favorite to win the uh, Super Bowl, but that remains to be seen. And it's really going to be really, really exciting. So that's the NFC game for you. The AFC game is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. <clears throat> for me, this is the game that could almost be better than the Super Bowl because you've got talent on both sides. You've got Lamar Jackson. You've got Patrick Mahomes. They know what they're doing. This is going to be a game that's going to come down to the very last possession and it's just going to be so much fun. And of course, you can't forget about Taylor Swift because she's going to be in attendance. Yuck. But anyway, that's going to be a thing. And there's going to be eyeballs on it everywhere because everyone likes Taylor Swift. But yeah, it's just going to be... I like Taylor Swift, but just... Stay away from my football. Oh, no. Hot take with Brock. 
Wow. wow. Well, that's a hot take. All right, boy. We'll be able to use that on a promo. One Cut word that, guys. hot take. Uh, I like it, Brock, because you're, I think you're very right. Unfortunately, with the Detroit situation, I think it is going to come to an end, but beautiful story and really been following them for the last few years and waiting for this to happen. But definitely, I think that what a great matchup uh, in this Kansas City game. Brock, quickly, are you surprised that the Blue Jays haven't done anything as we sit today? Uh, no, I, I think the Blue Jays are sort of satisfied in saying we've got Isaiah Kiner-Falefa and we're going to build around our team and that's what we're going to do and we're going to focus on our renovations and I hope it works. Yeah, you hope it works because you like those renovations, man. All that Rogers money <laughs> being spent. Oh, my phone yeah. bill. Anyway, thanks, pal. Thank you. Brock Richardson hits us with Sports Fridays. Kick off our second hour of the program as we get you ready for your weekend. Coming up next, what are some books that are already making some waves this year? You know who's got the details on this and some suggestions, some remarks, comments, feels about this. Ian Huey with the Chatty Bookshelf next. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.